Welcome, everyone, to episode 399 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. I'm well. Today's topic is going to be, it's its actually topical for once. It's Devil May Cry 5. Uh, usually we like to give games a couple weeks to play uh, before we do a review episode, but uh, I know Will put in a significant amount of time on Devil May Cry 5. I know Eric put, on, put in a significant amount of time with Devil May Cry 5, so... Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about it, even though it just came out last Friday, was it? Yeah. Last Friday. Okay. When's the last time we've had a topical episode? Uh, I don't know. We, like I said, we usually like to give it a couple weeks, especially the type of games we like to play. Uh, they're games that you need to spend a little more time with. I couldn't tell you the last one that we did a very quick So it's been like two on. years, probably? No, I, we probably did one last year at some point. I would have to look and see, but I'm sure we did one last year. A lot of times indie games too, because they're not super long, we can do right away. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so that's the main topic. Does anyone anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? That's all I've been playing. Okay. Will? I do, yeah. I've actually been playing a lot of video games recently. Uh so I'll talk about Let's Go Eevee. Uh-huh. Uh being a game that I played. Uh I'll talk about Hollow Knight very briefly. Um and then I think that's probably it other than devil may cry because that's kind of what i've been playing the most of has been devil may cry okay uh i will be talking about starlink battle for atlas which i started today so oh nice uh i'm i'm excited to talk about that one uh, but that's all i have to tease for later on the episode uh let's get right into devil may cry 5 so we're at different points too with this series once again uh eric this is your first experience with devil may cry right Yes, never played it before. Okay, Wills, it, you played at least DMC with that's four, right? Is that considered Devil May Cry four? So, no, so Devil May Cry four came out a while ago. The DMC game that came out, in like I think it was either twenty twelve or twenty thirteen, was a reboot of the series, but okay. it, nothing in that game stuck. Um, that's like its own weird standalone. Okay, yeah, so. that was the only one I played. Did you play any of the other Devil May Cries? I know you played that one, but in addition to that, did you? I've been meaning, because they put the Devil May Cry like collection out where all of the games are like in one game, but I never ended up playing it. Okay. Um, so this is like my first like canon Devil May Cry game. Gotcha. I know there was complaints about Dante's hair in, uh, in, in DMC, so. You know, I actually fought with somebody at work about that today. <laughs> Again. Now you have an opinion on it, right? Or yeah, lack of opinion. Like, that, like, that game was awesome. Why don't you like that game? And I don't get his answer, but whatever. Okay. Uh, so yeah, well, let's. I mean, let's talk about it. I, I I've heard both glowing reviews uh, from you know games media, but also you guys uh, talking a lot about how much you like it. So uh, let's talk about it. Will start with you. Yeah. So I will get right off here right off the bat and say how much i love devil may cry 5 this game is so much fun to play i haven't played a game in a while where i just had so much fun playing it and like laughing at the characters and just enjoying it and what kind of got me to love it right off the bat was and eric you can speak to this too was when nero in the beginning of the game jumped out of the van 
and they did that slow-mo where he was just killing a bunch of demons while the van was, like, flying through the air. And it yeah. reminded me of Deadpool, because Deadpool's credits play that way, where it's just, like, slow-mo, Deadpool doing crazy stuff. And it's like, But it, the cool thing is, is the game doesn't take itself seriously at all. It's, like, not the story's not meant to be deep. Um, it's just supposed to be kind of like a generic demon killing story. And like the characters have a lot of like, especially Nero and Dante are two like funny characters. Like they, they're meant to be funny, have a little comic relief. Whereas V is a little bit more serious. He's kind of an edgelord, um, in the game. (laughs) So (laughs) it's just so much fun. And like the three characters play so differently too, which adds a lot of layers of gameplay to it because you'll have V who, fights who does nothing himself he just uses his own demons to do attacking for him and then he'll finish him off but then you got nero who will have guns and a sword um and then you got dante who kind of excels at everything so like there's a lot of really cool layers of gameplay and like if you like when you get a little bit later in the game you can pick who you want to play for a specific mission or two so like whoever you enjoyed playing as the most like you can just play as them and like i've really taken to v v's been my favorite to play as he's has some awesome combos so um there's just a lot to the gameplay and it's one of the more solid gameplay games that i've played in quite a while honestly because there's just it's plays so solidly yeah that was the big hook for me for for dmc too was uh that's what i heard about the game was and from everyone was that how how tightly it controls how well it controls how well you can once you learn the combos and stuff how well you can chain attacks together and and that was the fun of it for me. So that's that's one of the the hallmarks of the series, from from what I gather. As I said, I have no experience with the older games. So <laughs> Corey's giving us a hard time in the chat. What's he saying? But anyway, he asked if it was okay if he muted us so he could listen to his dog breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, yes, Corey, it's okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Um... I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, Eric, Eric, like what? Yeah. Well, let's let's hear what My you turn. you like about the game because, um, I mean, I wasn't surprised that you liked it, but I'm glad you like it as much as you do. That's it's yeah. Nice. I I went in pretty blind, honestly. Uh-huh. Uh, I watched a trailer for it the other day. I was telling. I was out of town this past weekend, and I was telling my buddy who I was with, I was like, yeah, I'm going home, I'm going to start this new video game, I never played one before, and he's like, oh, I haven't either, so we watched the trailer for it, I didn't even watch the trailer before, uh, so we watched the trailer, and even after watching it, I was like, yeah, so I don't really know how to explain that game to you at all, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, but I know Will was interested, and I was have always slightly been interested in Devil May Cry, so we, we ended up splitting it, um, but yeah, I think that you know right away like will was saying that 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 first uh, video montage really <laughs> sets the tone nicely uh for all the action that goes on in the game um there's a few things that really it draws me in specifically me and kind of like where i'm at these days with video games um uh the first thing would be the length of the missions mm-hmm. because this is a game that really respects your time which yeah. i know we've talked about before being issues in other games for us um you know i don't i don't stay up super late anymore so i've got kind of a short window on a you know fairly nightly basis that i can play so being able to knock out you know two three missions a night gives that good satisfied feeling that you were able to accomplish something in the game 
Um, so the missions are, you know, they're not short, but they're not long. And there's like a boss at, at the end of each one. So it wraps up nicely and you're like satisfied. Um, the game overall is only like 11 to 12 hours from what I've read, uh, which is perfect for me. I'm not looking for any, you know, crazy long games at this point, even though I'll still play them, but I'm never going to beat them. Uh, we were just talking about that before we got on with Red Dead. It's a mm-hmm. game that I love, but you know, chances of me beating it are about slim to none. With this one, I'm absolutely going to beat it because I know I only have, you know, a pretty short amount of time left. So that drew me in. Um, as far as the game itself goes, um, the it's a lot funnier than I was anticipating. Uh-huh. Like Will was saying, it doesn't take itself seriously at all. It's just like a fucking wild goth, <laughs> like, it's crazy it, experience. It's It's shitty action movie, the video game, right? Yeah, but like, so well done. Yeah, it's so yeah, shitty yeah. that it's not shitty. Right, right. I I don't know if I I don't even know if I believe that it's shitty because okay. it's so good. Like I, the, the humor is so well done. Um, the characters like whenever. Go ahead. Like when V talks, it's just like yeah. he's so edgy. V you is know? one of my favorite video game characters that I've come across. <laughs> Characters and people that have listened to us for a long time know that like characters don't really stick with me, and I, I tend to lean more like on competitive games. Um, so story-driven games don't really do a lot for me. But not that this is super story-driven, but the, the characters don't ordinarily stick with me. But V is really great. He is yeah. absolutely my favorite character in the game, and I love playing with him because his uh, fighting style or lack thereof is so great. Um, and I'll, we'll talk. We'll kind of talk about what what his fighting style is. But what's that, Will? Well, what I was gonna say is what I really like is how, as I brought up, he's an edge lord. But I mean, he's got that crow that runs its mouth the whole time. Yeah, and it's like super <laughs> obnoxious. And him and his crow bicker like, with each other. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a funny like dichotomy between the two characters that's always going on because like V's silent and like doesn't say much, but the crow is so yeah. stupid. <laughs> Is it the book that he carries with him? Is it a Bible of some sort? Or is it like his kind of Bible? I don't want to spoil it. Oh, okay. That's all right. Basically, it just has to do with demon stuff. Okay, so he carries this book with him. I remember right before, like, I don't remember it was a boss battle or I think it was a boss battle. He, like, reads a passage out of the book. And, like, the thing is, is he doesn't really even fight. So it's funny that he, like, reads these badass passages out of this book like he's about to kick somebody's ass. And then he just calls on his, like, pets to go fight for him. <laughs> um, but he's still kind of badass. I don't know. It's weird. Like Will said, he's, just, yeah, he's an edgelord. But, uh, so yeah, the, the characters are fantastic. Um, so that's another thing that draws you in. Um the gameplay again like will said i will reiterate the gameplay is so good i it it reminds me a lot of bayonetta Uh um but i would put this far and above any bayonetta game that i've ever played uh just as i've said before when we talked about bayonetta the the world itself didn't really do too much for me Mm -hmm. but i think in devil may cry it's a lot cooler it's a lot better to look at Uh uh, a lot more fun to like roam around and look for stuff um but the gameplay and unlocking your abilities and things like that and performing combos, especially with V, because you're controlling, I think you get three 
animals at one point, but right now I only have two. Um, so I'm controlling two characters at once, basically. So, you know, balancing that. And then you end up kind of fighting with him a little bit to kill people. So you actually end up controlling three people in the battle. So it's uh, it can be a lot to manage uh, at first, but once you end up learning the different combinations and things like that, it's it's just so satisfying. Like, And the game does a great job of making you feel rewarded, too, during battle because it has like a ranking system of your style points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is kind of funny too, because you like, you're just like these goths, and your fighting style is being rewarded for like I guess the combos that you're how cool putting it is. together, how stylish yeah. you are, and yeah, what, how edgy it is. And also, what I like about that too is it'll go like the game will say what the rank is, so it'll be like this weird cheesy '80s movie narrator Apocalyptic. going. Yes, yeah. sexy style, like stuff like that while you're fighting. It just like it's yelling at you while you're doing it. It's just like everything about it is so great. Yeah, yeah. And like when you get up to the the, the highest level, it's like Savage is the highest level and it just starts like popping with this gold S on your screen. And like <laughs> if you keep going, I can't remember. I, I only did it one time where I got like to the third level. That I can't remember what it said, but I was like – it just is so rewarding because you're just like, oh, man, you're nailing these combos left and right, killing these guys. And it's super rewarding, um, the combat. Uh, and, and another thing the game does really well is actually the enemy design, too, because there's some really oh, God, awesome yeah. demons that you fight. They're all fantastic. Like, Will and I actually, the one that you texted us about, Will, that's the one that's been my favorite. Yeah, this, the, like, scissor demon or whatever. I remember when, when she first came up on the screen, I was like, damn, that is a fucking awesome monster. Because <laughs> I think it's Nero who fights at first, and Nero's like, yeah. oh, so you want me to follow you, huh? Well, let's go do it then. And then, like, he just beats the crap out of the scissor demon. Yeah. But there's actually two other really awesome boss fights there that I can't wait for you to get to. Yeah. Yeah, boss fights are great, too. It's uh, it's It's such an awesome game. I think those are the things that really have pulled me into it. Okay. Um, Beardless says V builds up his super by reading edgelord poetry, which Twitter, <laughs> which Twitter would call a mood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll get, why don't you get into describing like how the controls work a little bit for people that may not be familiar with the series, but might be interested in it. Yes. Yeah, so I'm playing on Spock. So what the game does is, so there'll be, I'm trying to remember the buttons now. Y is on top, yep. X yep. is on the left, and B is on the right, right? Yep, A is on okay. the bottom. Okay, so A is on the bottom, that's obviously jump. And then you got your X button, which shoots, for Nero and Dante, shoots the gun. For V, will use his, um, his crow. So that's, like, one attack that you can uh, use. And then the Y button will be, like, the sword, the jaguar, or lion, or whatever it is that V has, and then the um, the short-ranged weapon that Dante uses. So that's kind of what you do. And then um, different... Like, if you hold RB, that's your lock-on, so you can lock on to the target. So if you're locked on and then you press forward or back on the left stick or X and Y, like, that'll do a specific combo starter for, like, different characters. Um, And then, like, if you do it with the other button, it'll do a different sort of combo. Um, B, Eric, is usually the... 
I'm trying to remember what B does. I, um, I button for, mash while I play it. So. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's very. It lends itself well to button mashing. Uh, B for Nero is his robotic arm attack. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And for V, it's his finish. Okay. So if you hit B with Nero, it uh, or I'm sorry, with V, basically you have your your uh, animals attack the uh, the monsters, and when the time comes and they've drained all their health, V finishes them off. His monsters or yeah, his animals are not able to kill anything. So V, you hit B and you he like teleports via his jaguar to the enemy. And does like a nasty finishing move. It's really awesome because he does. There's such a variety of them because like sometimes they're up in the air when it happens. Sometimes they're on the ground. It, it, there's such a variety to his death blows. It's fantastic. So he actually does fight a little bit with his cane, but it reminds me of the God of War finishes, but better. Yeah, it's it's really satisfying when he finishes monsters off. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what the triggers do. The triggers. Uh, so, oh, it switches between so for Nero and Dante I think it switches between guns and uh, swords yeah I was going to say I remember that from DMC it, it switching the I, th- I believe the trigger switched weapons that you were using mm-hmm. oh is that <laughs> how you changed that. Nero's arm yeah I think so Okay, I haven't As been I said, doing that <laughs> neither have I and I've just been button mashing like crazy and like haven't even dived into the depth that the fighting can have. Yeah. I mean, because I try to we, do combos, but it's, you know, it can be tough depending on how many enemies are in the area. And the thing about the game is, is they don't give you the combos all right off the bat. Like, when you fight the first time, you're pretty basic because you don't have any skills unlocked. Because when you're doing these battles, you get these red uh, blood orbs that you get from killing things that are throughout the world. So when you collect those, that goes into, like, a total pool where you Currency. can... Like it's basically the game's currency where you can use that to then buy uh, skills for the different three characters. Everybody uses shared like currency, so you kind of have to divide up how you want to spend it on each character. So um, you unlock more combos by using the different abilities that you buy with your whatever. Like because you can upgrade your sword, your gun, your overall skills, and like your like powerful abilities. Um, and that's what you'll use. And then, like, so as you progress through the game, you can do more and more combos. It's a lot easier to get uh, the higher S ranks or the SS rank or the SSS. So, um, because now, like, when I'm playing, I'm having a pretty easy time, especially with V, to get the triple S rank through every yeah. battle that I do because he's just so... It's a lot easier con- with V, isn't it? Yeah, because you're constantly attacking. Like, you don't need to, like run around as Nero or Dante to try to, like, attack other people because, like, V has so much range with all yeah. his characters that he's using. Yeah, and, like, with, with Nero, you have to kind of, like, rev up your sword. It has basically, yeah. like, like, a motorcycle handle on it that you rev up to power yeah. it up. It's a, it's pretty cool, actually. But, uh, yeah, I just find V to be, like, a lot more fast-paced. Not that, not that the Nero isn't, but I like the pace of uh, V's fighting abilities a lot more. Wait till you get to Dante. He has a motorcycle weapon that's so cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the basics on the controls. Uh, poorly explained, but that's the basics. <laughs> it's no. tough to explain, especially because the movesets are different for, for all the characters. But yeah. No, you, you gave us a taste. The the combos are actually fairly simple yeah. if you look at them. Like the abilities that you unlock most of the time, it's like 
press Y once and then press it repeatedly. Right. That's one of the ones for the Jaguars. So, like, that's super easy. Or, like, you have to hit lock onto the target and then hit forward and X at the same time. It's it's super easy yeah. to do a lot of them. It's just, you know, getting the timing right to, to string them together. Yeah, and I, I feel like in the last one, too, they had easy combos, but then if you wanted to delve deeply into the combos... You know, there was up to like eight or ten button combos that you could do if you if you chose to, right? Yeah, but most of them are like the same button. Oh, really? Yeah, for the most. Yeah, part. It, okay. seems, it seems easier to fight in this one than it did in the other in DMC. DMC that we played. Yeah, okay. that we played, Dan. All right. Yeah. Good to, good but to I, know. yeah, is there any anything else you wanted to know about the game? No, I mean, I, th- I think you covered the basics pretty well. Oh, you know what else is really cool? Uh, so it's kind of like before you get to a boss fight, there's a phone booth. And <laughs> it's basically letting you use the the currency that you've gained throughout the mission. Uh, and what happens is it's Nico, right? Yeah, Nico. Nico is the the uh, female compatriot of, of the guys. And she's like an engineer and she builds robotic arms for Nero. And she kind of runs the upgrade shop in her in her dirty old van. And every time you call the phone, <laughs> her van comes like crashing through the world in these crazy ways. Yeah, and, uh, you can go and upgrade before boss fights. But it's it's great. Like just watching it come in is even cool because you're always like, oh, how's she gonna show up this time in that <laughs> shitty old van? Nice. Yeah, like you'll just you'll be inside like this giant cathedral <laughs> with like through layers of a dungeon that you've gone through. Then you'll call her, and she'll just, like, crash the floor, and, like, yeah. Nero won't be paying attention. He'll have to, like, jump onto the van to avoid it. Like, it's really, like, really cool how they do it. Yeah, and she always has something witty to say when she gets there. Yeah. My only complaint is I don't like what they did with her voice. Made it, like, a redneck? Super country. It just, I don't know. It doesn't, I don't know. It just doesn't it, fit. It sticks out like a sore thumb to me. It's a bizarre voice to pick for yeah. the goth edge lords that are Dante, Nero, and V. Well, maybe they were trying to do the like contrast to that, but I don't know. I just don't. I don't think whoever did it did it very well. Maybe I'm the only yeah. one. But yeah, I'm with you. I don't ever really like the the country voice to begin with. Anyway, so I'm definitely with you. The one thing I do want to say is that this game is nonsense but in the best way because i look at it the last game that i played that was nonsense and that was kingdom hearts kingdom hearts takes itself very seriously whereas this game doesn't and that's what makes it more fun okay gotcha. so, yeah it's yeah. a it's a good good type of nonsense and nonsense not like what the best way possible is correct yep and it's just not like i have no clue what's going on like this is the most convoluted thing that i ever played like kingdom hearts whereas right. this is just like i don't know what the main plot of the story is other than to kill this demon it's so. just wild it's just yeah. wild demon hunting like over the top crazy action with these funny characters who are super edgy yeah and, and i would say Hero. go ahead I was going to say, Dante and Nero have this weird rivalry, but no one knows why he's <laughs> yeah. even around. Yeah, he's just kind of there. there. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead, Eric. No, I was going to say, this is honestly one of my favorite games I've played in a long time. Nice. Yeah. I yeah, this love is it. definitely a game of the year contender. Oh, for sure. Front runner at this point? 
for me. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm trying to think of what else came out this year that would would compete with it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be a New Dawn, Anthem, War Groove. Like none of those games would be front runners. No. Oh, that's definitely front runner for me right now. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. It came, it came out of nowhere. Very, very nice surprise. I love it when that happens. <laughs> yeah. Was not yeah. on my radar. Yeah. It, and then Will was like telling me the the reviews, and I was like, ah, fuck it, let's just split it. <laughs> yeah, because like I feel like I didn't hear much about it other than it being announced, yeah. and then some stuff trickled out, and then it came out. Or no, Will Will's like, hey, Devil May Cry is reviewing really well, and I was like, oh, it's like ah, you know, probably got eights or nines, and I looked, and it was tens nine and a half so i was like yeah. holy crap this is i can see why something you should pay attention to yeah so so good i think dan is gonna love it when he plays it yeah i'm yeah, actually really excited for you to play it dan yeah i'll like add it... i was telling Corey, he, he was asking us he's like you guys think i would like this game and i thought i said to him i go i don't know why anybody wouldn't like it there's yeah. like i i don't i can't imagine what the complaints would be. I won't have it. I won't listen to it. Complaints would be silly. And Corey liked the last um, Devil May Cry game. He played the same DMC that yeah. me and Dan did. So, yeah, I think Corey 100% would like this game, too. Yeah. Which is funny, because it's everything that Corey hates. Just, like, edgelord goth metal music. <laughs> yeah, but like, like oh, that's the other music thing. The too. music. Oh, the music is so good. <laughs> It's so it's like stupid. This, I love it. It's either metal or this like weird dubstepy sort of like soundtrack yes. going on, and it's just it's so it's great because when like a like a boss or like a mini boss or a new monster appears, it'll do this like dramatic cut. The camera goes right up to the boss like really dramatically and shows the the name of the creature, and then like this metal music starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like Doom. Oh, okay, yeah big fights yeah not quite that metal like it's it's like he said it's more of like a metal electronic music but it's perfect yeah. it's nice. just perfect <laughs> honestly it's very I'm dramatic on... yeah they do a good job making everything dramatic and funny yeah um and i'm excited to beat this game i'm at mission 16 of 20 right now um are you so doing I'm the secret very... missions so the secret missions how those work are in each war like so when you're doing a mission there's a secret mission in there as well and what that is is you have to like look at this design and line it up right and then you spawn into this like secret mission world i've only done one of those so far yeah me too i haven't probably seen that where first the other one that are. it like walks you through right yeah that it tells you i honestly My, forgot yeah me too until you brought up the secret missions when we were texting about it last night i forgot yeah. that they were in the game yeah so did i I'm actually trying to beat it tomorrow night because my fr- I'm gonna let my friend Dakota borrow my Xbox so he can play it because he's a huge Devil May Cry fan. He's played a lot of them, so um, that's kind of what sparked me to play through it and beat it. And once I started playing it, I I couldn't stop playing. Yeah, great stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice. Any other thoughts? No. You should definitely play that game. Play it. Highly recommended from us. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, and I only recommend it based on your guys's, uh, well, and everyone else's <laughs> recommendations. You'll love it, Dan. I'm very confident. Yeah, you would. Oh, looks like Tampa Bay took the lead, so that's good. Woo! Oh, lightning. Oh, still Vasilevsky. 
Meh. Not a great game. But anyway. You're going to win. All right. Uh, let me call up Nibble Bits here. I had a couple. Will, do you have any Nibble Bits? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, hold on. Let me look at my phone here real quick. All right. Well, I'll go first then. I, I didn't know if you maybe had them ready because um, I have mine ready right here. Let's see. All right. So my first one is that, yes, Halo Master Chief Collection is coming to PC. Uh, that was the big news of the week. Uh, I read a little bit into this, and apparently they're not, it's not all coming out at once. I think they're going to be released like individually as they become available so they can get them out faster. Uh, but also uh, Halo Reach is being added to the Master Chief Collection. Um, uh, I guess the existing one on Xbox, but also will eventually be coming to PC. It's going to be available on Steam, too, for those interested in, in buying it on Steam, which... Uh, unless I can play them for free through Games Pass on my Xbox app, I will definitely be buying them on Steam. It's um, on Game Pass. No, I know. I'm talking about for for computer. If I can if I can play them on my computer through the Xbox thing, you uh, know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I the, the, the Xbox app. I, I hope so because then I won't need to buy them again. But I will buy them again if I need to because I'm very excited to play them on PC. I can't figure out why I'm so excited for this because I'm going to play Halo 3 so much on my PC, but why don't I just sit and do it on my Xbox? I'm not excited. I fucking suck at that game. <laughs> I've gone, I have installed that a couple of times thinking, oh yeah, sounds fun. I go on there and just get my ass handed to me and I'm like, this is, this couldn't be less fun. Yeah. But if you're just playing the single player, then... yeah, I, I that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to revisit, revisit the campaigns, and I'm actually glad they added Halo Reach again because uh, that was my favorite campaign, other than the first one, um, to play through. So I'm I'm excited about that one. Uh, no word yet on release dates or anything, so we'll we'll keep you posted when when we hear a little bit more about it. But that was that was big news. Uh, People were so excited they started sending the development studio pizzas, like ridiculous amount of pizzas. Uh, <laughs> they were awesome. so happy, happy to see Halo coming coming back to PC, I should say. Uh, so there's that. Uh, also, the Xbox is now uh, able to stream PC games to Xbox, so uh, like a like a Steam Link essentially. Uh, I read a little bit into this one, too. It doesn't really work all that well just yet. I think they have some bug squashing they have to do. But, uh, yeah, controller works, so you can play Steam games. You can play, uh, you know, you you play games, Origin games, whatever. It all it all should work, so. Uh, and then my last one, Google, is going to be present at next week's Game Developer Conference. There's also going to be joined by id Software and Ubisoft. Not sure exactly what that means, but they're probably going to be talking about their their vision for for gaming. Uh, I don't know if anyone saw, but they released a concept for... I don't know if it's the official controller that they're going to have for whatever game thing that they're doing, or if it's just a a concept, but they they unveiled that. They also hired Jade Raymond, who's... You know, you guys are familiar with Jade Raymond. Yeah, she uh, was instrumental in Assassin's Creed. uh, Oh, yes, that's right. Uh, but, But they just hired her, so... Um, she's going to be heading up some sort of game thing at Google. So I'll be interested to see what they ultimately end up doing. If they release yeah. a box or if it's just an app that you, that you download, I'm interested at the very least. Oh yeah, me too. 
So, Will, what do you got? So, I forgot. I don't have the nibble bits, but I can say what they are off the top of my head. But To the Moon Creator is releasing another game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in the same... I think it's a spiritual spiritual successor to um, to the moon and finding paradise, but I think it's a little bit different. Um, so that's going to be coming out, and also Team Heart Machine, who made Hyperlight Drifter, showed off their most recent game. I wish I could have the name. I think it's Solar Ash something or other. Yeah, I saw the um, the little the little gift that they released of it. It looks awesome. Yeah, so that's going to be coming out, and also. Um, uh, Turtle Rock, who made the Left 4 Dead games and also Evolved, announced a new zombie shooter that's coming out, and I don't understand why it's not Left 4 Dead 3. Like, why yeah. do they need to do another zombie shooter that's gonna be like Left 4 Dead, but not call it Left 4 Dead? Maybe because Valve doesn't want them to. They can't have Maybe, a third game. But like, yeah, but why are they so weird about it? I don't know don't know they, they're just not going to release any threes so they're going to reboot every one of their big series is just like under different names yeah like portal <laughs> will be something different yeah, that's what i would and... like to see most is portal 3 i know a lot of people want half-life 3 but i want portal Half-Life 3. 3 is gonna suck if that ever comes out there's no way it could live up to any expectations yeah no. i agree it's like making another dumb and dumber why would you ever do that <laughs> They yeah, try. They try. Leave it alone. Yeah, they try. Of course they did. It's terrible. Yeah. Go ahead, Will. So that, that's it for my nibble list, yeah. Okay. Uh, Eric, how's your week? Good, Dan. Uh, I actually did something really fun this past weekend. I mentioned earlier I was out of town. I met a friend of mine who had recently moved to Virginia Beach and another friend of mine from work. We went to see Dropkick Murphys nice. in uh, <laughs> Richmond which is a band that I have been wanting to see forever. Um, so I was very excited to see that they were coming near me. Um, and they did not disappoint. It was one of the best shows I've ever been to. Uh-huh. It was just so good. Um, I did some research afterwards. It turns out, there's so there's two singers in the band. Yeah. Um, one singer has been with the band the entire time. The other singer has been there for all but two years. And then all the other members are like... A lot younger than them because uh. they're both in their fifties. Oh, are they and, that uh, old? Yeah, Holy yeah, they've cow. been around since the nineties. Wow, they're if not yeah, or, yeah, if not earlier, yeah, they've been around a very long time. Um, but man, do they put on a great show! It was like I, I was, God, we started out. We went to there's an Arsenal bar, so Arsenal was playing Manchester United that day. It was a big match, and uh, so I've been meaning to go to the arsenal bar down in richmond for a while so we started out there and arsenal one bar was really cool it's called um gus's if you're ever in the area and you're interested check that out um so after that we found a barcade down there i can't remember what it's i think it's it's called circuit something um so we went there but it's so it's an arcade but they also serve beer it's a system where you pour your own beer you get like a card, you put your card in this little slot, and you pull the thing, and it's served by the ounce, so you're charged, you know, depending on the beer, cheapest beer was 20 cents an ounce, uh, PBR was 25 cents an ounce, so you just pour your beers, and at the end of the day, uh, you take your card over, and they charge you however much you poured, uh, but they check in on you every 32 ounces, you have to go over and like check in, 
I went over and I was like, yeah, hey, the uh, machine told me I needed to come over and check in. And he's like, yeah, man, just making sure you're not too fucked up. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, I, I'm good I'm, to go. Good. So, so he's like, all right, sounds good. So uh, we drank there. We drank at the Arsenal bar. I just had a good steady buzz going all day. Nice. And uh, so we get to the concert and uh, there was actually three opening acts. We missed the first one. Second one, we only caught one song. Thank God, because they were terrible. And then the uh, the main opener was called Booze and Glory, and they were fucking awesome. They are from London, England, and they had been on hiatus. I kind of looked into them a little bit, but they're like uh, super, like very sing-alongy punk music. Like okay. all of their songs had like big sing-alongs. They kind of like Dropkick Murphys, uh, but very like English style old style punk with a lot of sing-along sections okay uh, i'm, I'm interested eric you would like them yeah. i think of all of us dan you you and i probably would like them the most okay um i don't think will would probably like him Corey might what, um, what's the name again booze and booze and glory Boo, booze and glory okay i'm gonna write but it down so i don't forget on... Yeah, they put on a fucking great show. They were a really perfect like warm-up band for Dropkick Murphys. Um, yeah, so they're really good. And then Dropkick Murphys was about to come on, and like I was just feeling it. I was I was drunk, and I was they turn you know they turn all the lights out and they have whatever their like entrance music was, and I was just like so fucking pumped to see Dropkick Murphys and like these two older dudes that that were next to me. They were probably in their fifties too, and like they'd never seen them before either. And we had all just like wanted to see them for so long. And the one guy was there with his seventeen year old son, and I was like, this is just fucking awesome. Like it's did they, just so great. Did they play um Foggy Dew to come in? That was what they played when they were here. It's a Sinead O'Connor song or it's a classic. Like, I don't Irish know. Song. I don't know, Dan. Yeah. Maybe. That's what they that's what they played before and ever like the anticipation just built as the song oh, kept yeah. going and everyone was probably. like Oh my god, I cannot wait for this to it start. It probably was then. Yeah, because yeah, it was like that and I was just getting so fucking amped. And then all of a sudden the spotlight comes on and it's just the the bagpiper up on mm-hmm. a stand by himself and he starts playing <laughs> like that like Braveheart ish like go into war bag but i know that it's it's named something i just yeah. can't think of what it is off the top of my head but i was like you've never been so fucking pumped in your life yeah and they just come out and just just rock yeah oh, do you know man. the song the boys are back oh yeah that's what they they came out and played right away and I, oh my god and then so at the end the, the whole thing's just super high energy I, I first time i've been in a mosh pit and i can't even tell you how many years and then they closed with uh, "Kiss Me, I'm Shit Faced," and they brought all of the females in the crowd up on the stage with them, and they all sang like "Kiss Me, I'm Shit Faced," and then went right into um, "Dirty Deeds" by ACDC, mm-hmm. and that's how they closed. Nice. They brought like a shit ton of people up on stage. It was it was just fucking great, way better than I even imagined it was going to be. Uh-huh. Definitely one of the best shows I've ever been to. Yeah. So I had a fun, fun weekend. Oh, man. Richmond. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that does sound awesome. Yeah, it was. Okay. So, yeah, I, I'm actually on vacation from work this week. It's uh, kind of a staycation other than oh, that. Yeah, nice. Um, and, of course, I got sick on my, my vacation. But weather's been great. Um, got to go outside today. Took the sun out and did some stuff outdoors. And we're going to see Mumford and Sons Saturday night, who 
I used to be a pretty big fan of. Their first two albums I really, really liked, and then the last two are terrible. Mm-hmm. So I looked up the set list, and unfortunately there's a lot of new stuff on there. Sure. <laughs> so I'm I'm not nearly as excited to go see Mumford & Sons, but it will be nice because my wife and I don't get to go out and do too much together these days, so we're going to that one together. Nice. So that will be nice to do this weekend to cap off my staycation. And watching a lot of basketball. It's that season, that time of the year. Oh, and free agency football. The Bills making a lot of oh, moves. Man. Yeah, I was going to ask you who who'd they uh, who they who they go after. Yeah, they got uh, so they desperately needed receivers. So they signed Cole Beasley from the, uh-huh. the Cowboys and John Brown from the Ravens. Oh wow! Um, so basically, all of their receivers are like smallish, super fast guys, uh-huh. and Beasley's the kind of underneath guy. So I think they're definitely planning on stretching the field with Josh Allen's arm next year. Sure. Hopefully he can hit him. That's my concern. But right. I guess we'll see how that goes. And but th- they also signed. Throw, throw it long and deep and let them run under. Yeah, it. just let them run under it because that's John Brown. Yeah. So um, they did not publicly get snubbed by Antonio Brown. That guy's a douchebag. <laughs> uh, the, actually, they interviewed the Bills GM today. Uh, the reason I said that, there was a comment in the chat yeah. about it. They interviewed the Bills GM today and asked him about that. And he was like, yeah, that really pissed me off because people are talking about how players don't want to come here to Buffalo. And he's like, we just brought eight players in here. We probably could have signed more than that if we had wanted to. Um, and he goes, it's just absolute nonsense. And people don't have all the facts when they say stupid things like that. He yeah. was like visibly pissed off about it. Yeah. Huh. Like people people mat the new players at the airport today with chicken wings. Uh-huh. Where else do you get that? Yeah, you don't. Like no way. you don't get that other places. I you was know? actually pretty annoyed with Antonio Brown with that whole Fuck thing. Fuck him. Yeah. I hope he breaks his fucking leg this year. I mean, don't demand to be traded and then when you get traded be like I'm not going there. No. And you know what? And I'm glad he didn't either either way before he was just a douche in my mind which he is now um yeah. even before that like that was going to be a nightmare because he wouldn't have been happy <laughs> he wouldn't have been happy with josh young yeah no you're right for sure. if, if he's not happy with ben roethlisberger you're gonna be happy with josh young. That was <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually really happy that that didn't happen yeah um i like the moves they made the best one is probably the center they got from the chiefs who's supposed to be really really good um really good pass protector which they desperately needed um, so yeah, and the other guys are kind of depth guys, but I think they've signed eight guys so far, wow. um, filled a lot of holes. So the draft, they can almost at this point, almost go best player available. I'm interested to see cause a lot of draft or mock drafts had him taken, um, receiver from, I think he's from Ole Miss. DK oh, no. Oh no. Don't like him. He's flashy, but his uh, three-cone time was worse than Tom Brady's three-cone time. I thought he lit up the combine. He ran a fast um, 40-yard dash and benched a lot, but his his three-cone time, he's basically, he's got bad hands, and he can't run routes very well. I'm actually surprised that people are that high on him. Oh, yeah, most of the mock dress I've seen had him going to the Bills at nine. If your three cone time and shuttle time are slower than like Tom Brady, like so he doesn't have a, explosiveness. Is that what that he is? Has the, so he has explosiveness because he can run super fast, but he just can't change run. direction. He can can't change direction. He can oh, just run okay. a straight line. 
I did read some stuff about his route running could use some polish, so maybe that's the changing direction thing. Yeah, and his hands aren't great either, because I was watching some highlights for them, and he was very awkwardly catching balls. Like, it, it wasn't, like, smooth when you watch a player, like, uh, any of those, like, good slot receivers or, like, any of those deep threats, like, you know, an Antonio Brown or an Odell Beckham, like, he struggles to catch passes. Okay. Well, now they don't necessarily need to take a receiver in the first round, so I'm kind of interested to see where they go there. I almost kind of hope they take uh, an offensive tackle mm-hmm. or a D lineman, one or the other. I also think there's probably better receivers in the draft, too. Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't watch much college, as you know, so I, I have, honestly have no idea. But yeah, that's what the mock drafts have been saying. But I am excited. I like the, the moves that they've made. What's so. what's uh, is McCoy still their running back? Yeah, and they signed Frank Gore. Oh, they're really? A touch old, they're a touch old at uh, running back. <laughs> Frank Gore's going to be thirty six. I was going to say he's been in the league forever. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, and I think they still have Chris Ivory too, who's also okay. a team yeah, in his thirties. Yeah, so I'm I'm sure they're going to draft a young running back at some point too. Okay, they have to. I mean, Jesus, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> But, I mean, if they stay healthy, they'll, they'll yeah, be Yeah, Gore had a good season last year with the Dolphins, really. Yeah, yeah he did. So Okay. But that's all, that, uh, that's all that's been going on with me, Dan. What about you, Will? What do you got for us? Nah, so we celebrated our mom's birthday, Dan, oh, yeah. yes, uh, we this did. weekend by retreating to the lovely town of Deposit, New York. Um, at a nice farmhouse. Uh, so we went up there, the whole family was around, um, our sister and her son flew in. So that was good to hang out with them because I hadn't seen them in probably two years because uh, I didn't need to go to Canada this summer. So that was good. Uh, played a lot of video games this week. I've, the good thing about only taking one class is I have a lot more time and I also won't be employed here, uh, starting next week potentially so i'm gonna have a lot of time on my hands as of right now so i've just been kind of filling it by playing video games and i actually started this uh this challenge with one of my friends where we're gonna play our backlog games that we want to play so i've been working on my way through backlog games on top of trying to play new stuff so uh like i said i've been doing a lot of video gaming uh hanging out with family doing school working out um as eric said the nfl free agency has just been so exciting for me to keep up with. So I've been doing that on top of the playoff races for hockey have been like sports right now are really good. Um, and it's been very enjoyable. So, but other than that, that's about it. Really. Do you, do you, you want to talk about the trade? The Odell trade? Yeah. I, yeah. And you know what? I really like it for both teams to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I know Giants fans are really, really, really upset. And, you know, they should be because Odell's a transcendent talent. But the thing with Odell is they were annoyed with him for for a while. He complained, blah, 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 blah. They said screw it. They decided to pay him to shut him up. And maybe, like, he would start, you know, not being vocal in interviews and stuff like that and then within four games during the season he did an interview with little wayne where he was trashing the team and then the coaching staff so like i don't know like he's i think he's a he's a, obviously a great talent an unbelievable wide receiver from what i've heard he's actually really well liked in the locker room 
But the Giants are in just such a bad spot right now. Um, and they traded him to the Browns, who have probably one of the best offensive rosters in the NFL. The Giants got back Jabril Peppers, who I'm a huge fan of, so that kind of helps them out at safety because they didn't want to pay Landon Collins like $5 trillion that he wanted. And they got some draft picks. I think... I think yeah. that I think the Giants are going to be okay. Do you, I mean I thought too part of, part of the one of the reasons why they traded Beckham is he you know he was obviously one of the offensive leaders. Do you think do you think they wanted to hand essentially hand the offense offense off to Barkley? Like this is your team oh, now. Oh boys, like, they're tearing it down. It's full rebuild here. Yeah. So the the biggest loser is Barkley in my opinion. <laughs> oh, I sure. feel so bad for him. He he's the team right now. Yeah. Eli Manning is awful. So if the Giants don't trade for either Josh Rosen or draft Dwayne Haskins, I think they need to be as bad as possible this year so they can get a top two pick so they can draft like Tua, Herbert, or uh, I can't remember the other guy that's going to draft the following year. Because really like... The guy from Clemson. Yeah, the guy from Clemson, uh, Lady Gladriel. Um, <laughs> I love that guy, man. He's fun to watch. It, He's good. And Clemson God, might yeah. win another national championship. So I don't um, think the Giants I, are going to have to try too hard to get that pick. Yeah, and I mean they signed Golden Tate Sad today, and it. I don't. Did they really? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was like, why would Golden Tate want to go to the Giants? And wow. he didn't even get that much money. That's incredible. Yeah, it was like nine million a year. I, I was like, why? Are you... Why? I. I, I guess my thought is when he went to the Eagles last season, I don't feel like he really did all that much. So maybe teams weren't super high on him. He's getting a little older. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's probably what it is. But, yeah, they're they're full rebuild here. You got to tear it down. This is exactly what the Bills did because by trading him, they're actually taking a pretty big dead cap hit, like super big. Mm-hmm. The Bills yeah. had to do that a few years ago and got rid of all their big contracts. And that's how yeah. they got $90 million to spend this offseason. So yeah. it's gonna be gonna be a couple a lean couple of years probably, but And I'm fine. I will say if the Giants draft David Jones, the quarterback out of Duke, I'm going to buy a handgun. Because <laughs> everybody has Haskins going to them. For whatever reason, the draft people say that the Giants really like David Jones because he has the intangibles. And I'm like no. Stop it! No, you can't. Draft a you can't out of you, and you can't draft a quarterback based on intangibles. I feel like that comes like later, you know. Yeah, like, yeah draft Haskins. talent. Draft talent. Well, in the draft this year, Dwayne Haskins is far and above the most talented like passer. So, who does he play for? I don't follow college that well either. So, he he played at Ohio State. Okay. And actually, fun fact: Stephen A. Smith said that he wouldn't be a highly talented quarterback because he's the. <laughs> He's too much of a running QB, and when I watched his forty time, he ran a five oh two. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, he's he's slow. Oh, does he even run? No, he doesn't run. That's just so Stephen um... A was off base. Oh, that's yeah. a surprise. Yeah, shocking. <laughs> Completely wrong. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, that's really kind of kind of i think like i said i like the trade for i you know what when i first heard about it i did like it and then i listened to around the nfl podcast today and they kind of turned me the other way yeah they were oh man they went up up one side of the giants down the other i mean they i yeah honestly i think the giants deserve to get a little little 
heat for all of this because Gettleman flat out was just like, I'm not trading Beckham. Like that's ah. what they said. Yeah, they were talking. Yeah. They played the clip actually. <laughs> yeah, and I and I get it, but I'm fine with the rebuild. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think their thing was they thought that. I guess Gettleman had said he wasn't trading him unless he was blown away by an offer, and they were very surprised that that's the offer that blew them away. That's yeah, that's actually a good point. Because Beckham's probably what top two receiver in the league. Yeah, probably. Probably three yeah. at worst. Yeah, yeah. And he's young, right? Yeah, he's what is he twenty twenties? Oh, he's yeah. God, he's that young. No, I think he's mid twenties, yeah. twenty five. Even still, he's, you know. And he's not all speed either, so he's going to be good for a long time. Yeah. Will's looking it up now. Yeah. Because I want to say he's no older than 23. I don't know. Hope you like sports tonight if you're tuning in. Yeah. (laughs) It's been been a while since we've gotten deep into sports. Yeah. Because they said the Browns... uh, Best players on offense are 22, 21, 23, and 22. Yeah. They're all super young. Very fun to watch. Hold on, my internet is very slow today. Okay, so he's 26. Dan was right. Yeah, because most college players are 22 when they enter the league. 21, 22. Okay. Uh, anything else, Will? Uh, no, that's it. Yeah. I don't think I have anything to share, really, either. Um, yeah. No. We're good. Uh, so, Eric, do you have I'm to go? Gonna, yeah, I'm probably going to take my leave here, boys. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week, yeah, right? Always a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Next week for the big episode 400. Indeed. All right, man. Have take it night, easy. Gentlemen. All right, well, um, I yeah. will start with what we played. Um, so uh, this past week, I beat Valkyria Chronicles 4. Hey, Dan. Nice Thank work. What would uh, you think overall? It was awesome. It was definitely an awesome game. Uh, sad that it was over. Definitely sad that it was over. Really got to like the characters and the, and the story. A uh, few sad moments, too. Uh, definitely mm. gets significantly more difficult the last four or five missions than than the whole rest of the game Um, oh really but yeah but i mean it's it's i guess to be expected so Uh, but yeah it was it was an excellent game it would definitely be top three or four uh of the games that i played last year probably probably top three um if i was re-ranking my game of the year list from from last year so okay it was excellent Uh, that's my next switch game that i'm gonna get to Mm mm-hmm it took me uh, it took me forty seven hours. Wow. Yeah. Which was so you put some time put, you put some time into put it. Put some time into it. Uh, that was largely because I had to do a little grinding at the end to uh, upgrade my upgrade my guys, and mm-hmm. uh, a few you know a few times I failed a mission and I had to had to start over. So. Yeah, yeah. That was what made up for the for the extra time. But yeah, it was uh, it was definitely awesome. Um, yeah. So, the game I started today was Starlink Battle for Atlas uh, on the Nintendo Switch, too, uh, which it's essentially uh, the best Star Fox game 
ever made because I got the you know the Nintendo Switch version is as Star Fox and and Peppy and and um, uh, okay. Falco and uh, what's the frog's name? Um, Slippy. Slippy. Yep, Slippy. That's it. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a Ubisoft game, and you can tell there's definitely a lot of Ubisoft uh, game elements in there. Um, but it's 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 quite a good game actually. Uh, I played a little bit in handheld mode, and I actually played on the on the TV um, in in console mode for a little bit, uh, which I actually played the entire 47 hours of Valkyria Chronicles uh, entirely in handheld mode. So, wow! Yeah, I never never once put it on the TV. That's um, actually impressive. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's a. I, the story's kind of nonsensical. Uh, you kind of crash land on a planet. Um, you, there's this evil like force called Legion that I'm not sure what the, what they're doing. They capture your like captain, and uh, actually, the 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 Star Fox characters don't replace the main characters in the game. They're like kind of they're helping along. So I play as the Star Fox characters. But they're helping the main story, helping the main characters in the story. Uh, okay, I got uh, you. Instead of completely you. replacing them, I don't think that would make much sense. But um, they did they did it pretty well that way. Um, but yeah, it's uh, as far as what the game's like, it's very much uh, No Man's Sky light, which I've heard it mm-hmm. described this way. Uh, because there's atmospheric flight, you can go on the ground and, and fly around on the ground, almost like a like your ship is a tank. Uh, but then you can like take off and fly out into the into the solar system and then from there you can go to different planets and fly fly into planets um it's got the the whole mining thing it's got scanning wildlife um there's different factions that you can raise your raise your uh raise your relationship with uh that has different benefits um but yeah it's it's actually like quite a good game it's very colorful uh controls nicely uh, it took me a little while to get used to the ship control, but I, I finally did uh, did get the hang of it, and it's um, I'm 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 hooked on it so far. I probably played three, maybe four hours. So how how much space is in this game? A lot of space. Yes, it's it's very big. Uh, all the planets are not planet sized like uh, like in No Man's Sky, but they're all all definitely quite large, and there's lots to do on them. Well, I forgot to bring this up in our week, Dan, but I've been super into space the last couple of days. Oh, yeah. Like, I've been, I haven't been going to sleep at a decent hour because my, basically my schedule is be up till three or four, sleep until 11, uh-huh. 12. Nice. So that's kind of what I, well, that's what I've been doing. So like when I'm laying in bed at night, I've been watching YouTube videos on outer space. And nice. my mind is just blown every night that I'm watching everything. Yeah. So I'm like really into space right now. So it sounds like this is a game that I would be very into right now. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, and you know, it's it, it initially it was the whole toys to life thing too. So it I, I wish I'd brought it down with me, but it came with like a, a Joy-Con grip like this, but it has the the dock thing for the ship the pilot you can get different pilots and then parts to your ship uh, so it's the toys to life thing um i didn't really necessarily find any of that interesting but you could still play the game like without any of that yeah. stuff you could buy it digitally too uh so it's it you know you don't have to have any of that stuff which is which is nice but yeah i yeah i really like starlink so far um it's it's quite good so 
Starlink is a recommend, huh? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I only got it for it was like twenty three dollars. It came out when it came out in the fall. It was seventy five new. Oof. And yeah, I got it for twenty three on Amazon. It's constantly on sale. It's definitely worth it for for that little. Yeah, especially for that cheap. That's crazy that it would start out at seventy five. Yeah, yeah. So and that's all I played. So if you got anything, well. I'll start off with uh, Hollow Knight. I actually beat the boss that I've been stuck on for four months, maybe. Oh, wow. Nice. Since, since the summertime, actually. Um, and I don't know, did how far did you get, Dan, in Hollow Knight? <sighs> I don't remember. It's been so long since I've played it. Do you remember the Crystal Cavern area? Yeah. So the Crystal Guardian was the boss that I got stuck on the second time you fight him because... He shoots that, like, laser beam and jumps all around sporadically, but also when you're fighting him, like, lasers from the ceiling come down, too, and you gotta, like, avoid those on top of his attacks and everything and hit him. So, like, I had a really hard time trying to beat him, and I actually don't even think he's that hard of a boss, like, overall within the grand scheme of the game, but I was stuck on him. Uh, but I finally beat him, so I can now kind of continue Hollow Knight, thank God. Nice. Uh, but what I played the most of was actually Let's Go Eevee. Um, and I, I beat Let's Go Eevee yeah. as well. Well done. Yeah, thank you. So that game was so much fun to play. Um, I I enjoyed all of my time with it. I want to try to get all of the Pokemon and get the Pokedex complete because I've seen every Pokemon but Mewtwo, and I'm actually where Mewtwo is right now, but I don't think I'm strong enough to like beat him to go try and catch, catch him with my Master Ball. So I might have to leave there, but I have like 110 of the 150 Pokemon right now. Oh, nice. So I'm like, I'm pretty close to being able to doing it but the thing is with my backlog challenge i might put it off to the side for a little bit um and just kind of try and play some some more stuff right now because uh, i did pretty much complete everything that i wanted to complete in that game yeah that's what i did with uh um pokemon 2 i put it on the back burner for now that's something i'll, re- I'll revisit at some point because i do want to do the whole pokedex uh, yeah but yeah I, when i have a like because I have a uh, Starlink, and then probably after I finish Starlink, I'm going to do Gris for mm-hmm. the Switch. Uh, but once I have like a, a dead period with the Switch uh, and where I don't have any new games, that's when I'll I'll revisit some of the things. Because actually, Valkyria Chronicles Four has a decent amount of end game content too that I would like to revisit at okay. some point too. So, and that's not a game I need to relearn how to play. Like it's just a strategy game, so. Um, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll remember everything I need to know to still be effective when I when I go back to it, if it, even if it's a few months from now. So, yeah. Um, so you beat another game last week too? Didn't, oh, Far Cry New Dawn. Yeah, New Dawn. Have you beaten anything else besides Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Far Cry New Dawn? I'm updating the list right now. No, I think those are the three. I'll be having DMC five next week, but okay. other than that, no. Uh, Dan and I actually talked about before we did pond hockey on Monday that we want to do a Pokemon playthrough in anticipation for the newest generation. Um, but we're trying to figure out how that's going to be possible. Yeah. Because we don't have a modded 3DS, so we can't record the videos uh, for it. And there's no online ROMs because we do own all the games. So, you know. So we can't record from a computer. So we, we don't know how we're going to do this if it even does happen. Yeah. Um, but uh, there is potential of that actually happening for people who like Pokemon or care about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
But other than that, like right now, I'm playing, you know, I'm playing Hollow Knight, playing Wardrobe, playing Far Cry Five, and I'm playing Assassin's Creed Origins and Devil May Cry Five. So I've been playing all that stuff right now. The next game that I'm gonna play after I complete Far Cry and Assassin's Creed is probably Mass Effect Andromeda because uh, I have not played that yet. So that'll be my next Xbox game. That's uh, a backlog game, and then my Switch stuff will probably be like Valkyria Chronicles. So okay, uh, um, are you get are you still getting the division? I have to talk to Eric about that. I might not get it this week, but maybe next week because I only worked one day last week. So I only got paid for one day of work this week. So next week is when I'm going to get like the hours. Oh, gotcha. So, um, that, so if I do get it, I'm going to see if Eric wants it. I know he wants to wait for reviews too. I think I'm leaning towards, I'm going to get it regardless. Okay. If Eric wants to split it. So it would be I've, next week if I do. I've heard some good things about it. Yeah, and I've been pro Ubisoft the last, like, two years. Yeah. So, like, that's why I'm like, maybe I just do it and trust them. And I that's what I might do. I liked the Division 1 a lot. Um, I was bad at it, which is why I never beat it. But, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in the Division 2. Yeah, I've, I actually read – I don't remember where I read this specifically, so I can't give the, the writer credit. But they said it's the most complete looter shooter at launch that we've had since, like, Borderlands. So mm. – yeah, it, I, well, it's going to be... I'm very interested in getting this game for sure. Yeah, I am also interested. I, I won't because uh, me and Corey are getting Sekiro and uh, at the end of this month is the Yoshi's Crafted World is coming out, so I want to get that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to hold off on, on The Division for now. And, like, I wouldn't get it if I was into Anthem, but I'm waiting for Anthem to get its you-know-what together. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably end up getting the division too. Okay. Yeah, I was just just curious. It's out in an hour and thirty minutes. Oh, that's right. It's got that weird release schedule like Anthem did. It's annoying. Yeah. I wish I wouldn't. Do I that. hate. Yeah, I hate the staggered release. Yeah. But anyway, um, you know what? I'll call up uh, Division Two gameplay in my on the chat window. Yeah. That's uh, that's it for what I've played though, Dan. I've been playing a lot of games recently, and I've been been loving it because I feel like I can go through walls up until about October, and then I'm like, oh man, the thumbies is coming up very soon, so that's when I play everything. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but, but right now, like, I'm in a good spot where I've played the things that I really wanted to play so far. Hmm. But... All right, let me call this up real quick. Looking at it, I don't know what the next game I'm getting is. So that's another reason why I might get the Division Two, because I'm not really interested in Mortal Kombat. Um, not, I'm kind of interested in Sekiro, but I also know I probably won't like it. Right, it's a Souls game. Yeah. So the only way I play that is if Eric gets it digitally. Oh, that's right. Yeah, then then you can just play it. I don't know if you will though. Okay. All right. Let's get into feedback, shall we? Yep. Uh, looks like we got three feedbacks. So the first is from Eric, uh, who's in the chat. It's Reefer Eric, not uh, not Eric Eric. He says, hey, guys, been a while since I've written in. I usually just text Will to make fun of the Leafs instead of doing it <laughs> so publicly. Anyway, video games. I've mostly just been playing Civ Six again, but a little city builder game called Dawn of Man came out recently, and it sucked quite a bit of my time. 
It's in a similar vein as Banished, but you're in charge of a Stone Age society and bring them through the ages into the Iron Age. If you enjoyed Banished, I would definitely suggest it. It's a lot of fun to watch your people try to bring down a woolly mammoth with just wooden spears. For other media, <laughs> it's just been Game of Thrones for Colleen and hockey most nights for me. I know the Bolts are trying to set all sorts of historic records and stuff, but I swear now I'm just paranoid that Vasi or Kucherov are going to get injured right before the playoffs. See Bishop, Stamkos, Johnson, Callahan, etc. I wince every time I see someone crash our net. I guess I won the game giveaway the other episode, uh, but I'll pass on those. Not enough princess soundtracks for my <laughs> liking. Tito can have my pick if he wants it. Hope you're all having a great week thus far. Eric. So thanks, Eric. Uh, Civ 6. I actually I played a little Civ 6 a couple weeks ago, and oh, God, that game's so good. Yeah. I really want to get, get into it. I want to get the expansions. Uh, I don't know when I will, but at some point. But it's, it, oh, it's so good. So good. Yeah, I want to finish my game with Corey and then get a podcast game going, too. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to do that also. Because I have it on the upstairs computer now, so it's easier, yeah, for me you, to, easier for me to play. You have more chances to play it. Yeah. Um, Dawn of Man. I'm not familiar with that, but I will have to look into it. I've seen it on i think it's on steam mm-hmm. i've seen it on there um it's one of those games that caught my eye but i added it to my wish list and that's that okay yeah um <laughs> that's one cory cory might be interested in too because i know yeah, cory played banished did you play banished will i know cory did i have it. i never played it though okay um game of thrones yep me and me and my wife are Finishing up our last Game of Thrones watch through, we're towards the end of season six, and then we just have season seven to get caught up on uh, before the episodes start. Actually, it's a month. It's a month from today. Ooh. Holy crap, that's exciting! One month coming up. Yeah, it's it's bittersweet though, um, because after it's over, I, I don't know. I, there's nothing to live for, right? <laughs> Uh, not really but you know just just joking. trying to think of what's coming out in the near future for you dan um yeah i don't know it's just i like game of thrones so much that it's gonna be hard when it's over i'll i'll, I'll have the books to look forward to i guess that's um, true yeah so oh uh, reefer says gathering storm adds a lot of great stuff that just feels polished flavor stuff like names named deserts and mountain ranges and rivers so that's that's cool. Um, yeah, Game of Thrones, uh, hockey, hockey for me has been frustrating and disappointing. Same here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Will feels the frustration. So I don't get how you can look so bad in the same game and then look so dominant. And then how do you have thirty shots in a period, Dan? Have you seen that, that ever? No, but that was Nashville against uh, against uh, the Ducks the other night. In the third period, the shots were like 20 to 2. Yeah. Nashville scored two it's goals so... and controlled the entire period. Like, yeah. Why didn't you start off that way? I... Do you think Laviolette's losing the room a little bit? Um, I don't think so. I just think, I don't know. They're, they're in a slump. Goaltending's not been good. They're getting in their heads a little bit about all of it. The power yeah. play has been bad all year. Yeah. So, who knows? Hopefully they right the ship. Although I'm not yeah, confident. It's, 
not looking bright for our teams in the first round. No, no, no. But at, at the very least, I know St. Louis hasn't looked great the past few games, and Winnipeg continues to look bad. So, yeah, that's good at least. Go Arizona. Yeah. Uh, so that was from Eric. Uh, the next is from Tate, who says, "I hope you you're all having a good week so far." A couple things first. What are some games that you can remember, RPGs most likely, that you were actually really sad when the game was over? So for nostalgic reasons, you went back to old areas and reminisced about the things you did in that place and longed to be there doing those things again. Mine would have been would have to be The Witcher 3. Once I beat the game and all the DLC, I went back to White Orchard and I went to the field by the windmill where I, Geralt, and Vesemir, Slater, uh, Vesemir slayed the first big monster in the game, which was a griffin. Uh, I sat and thought about that from Geralt's perspective, then longed to be in that moment again for the first time, not knowing all the crazy adventures ahead. Now for a request. I know you guys mentioned doing this semi-recently, but I would love to hear an episode of an updated top 10 favorite characters in games list and why. There have been so many amazing characters in games since you guys did the first episode like that. I would be interested to see how much your top 10 lists have changed, or maybe it was top 5, I can't exactly remember. Anyways, I hope you all have a great weekend. Pod on, gents. Taterade out. Thanks, Tate. A lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, what games, uh, RPG specifically, uh, were you really sad when it was over? So I actually get post-game depression pretty frequently. Yeah, um, same here. So, like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey was probably the most recent game that I got sad when I beat. Uh, I remember being really sad when I fin- when I finished Final Fantasy XV, too. Um I'm trying to think of all the games. There's a ton of games that I got really bummed out when I ended up beating. Those are the first two that popped in my head, though. Uh-huh. Um, I actually had a friend back in the day that liked Final Fantasy VII so much that he refused to beat it, and he would just walk around leveling up his characters. I think they were all level 99, and he still just would wander around and level up his characters. <laughs> I don't know if he ever, ever ended up beating him, beating it eventually, but he did did not want to beat that game. It's a real thing. People don't want to beat. I know. I always bring this Kotaku article up as somebody refused to beat Journey because the person that he journeyed with the entire game wasn't there at the end. Yeah, I mean, it happens. It does happen, and that's that's such a powerful moment that I feel like it really only gets captured in in games. You know, I, I, yeah. Like I said, at Game of Thrones, like I love it so much, but I don't love it so much that I don't want to see the end. Yeah, I guess I'm definitely we're definitely not that type of person. I don't think to not beat something because no. we don't want it to end. No, I like to see it through, you know, because we we go back and play quite a bit. Uh, Reefer says every persona, every persona game. Joker is coming to smash this end of this month, early next month. And I really want to play Persona 5 yeah. because of it, yeah. just so I can see who it is. But I don't have a PlayStation. So. OK. Uh, for me, the most recent example of this, like you will, I, I get I get sad when I beat beat games. Also, um, I mean, Valkyria Chronicles Four is one of those uh, that I would like to go back and you know revisit again. Uh, but Breath of the Wild is a game that yeah. um, I just I wish so hard that I could relive it for the first time again. You know, the magic of, all, of discovering all those all those cool things and and learning all the stuff that you do uh it's all you know there's very few like skills there's no leveling up you don't increase your weapons it's it's all like you getting better as a player 
Um, yeah. And to go back and, and re, you know, relearn all that or forget all that and start over fresh would, would be uh, amazing. Um, I would love to do that, but yeah, breath of the wild. Definitely Dan, I'm with you there. That's a prime example of it. Um, Reefer says Persona 5 is incredible, but he said it's probably coming to Switch. I've also heard those rumors. I hope they're true, because I would love to play Persona 5. Or PC would be fine, too. Yeah, yeah. I also thought Castle Crashers is going to be coming to Switch. Yeah. Everything should just come to Switch. If, if it'll run on the Switch, it should come to the Switch. You better believe I'm going to buy Castle Crashers for the fourth time uh-huh. now on the Switch. Nice. Yeah. Uh, any other RPGs you can think of that... Uh you'd like to revisit or that you longed to be there doing the things in the RPG again. Mass effect. Mass effect is definitely one for me too. Yeah. Uh, Fallout three, Fallout new Vegas, Skyrim. There's a lot of games. Final fantasy tactics is another one. Although I was really young when I beat it the first time. So I didn't get that kind of like sadness that I do now when I, yeah, I think for me, Mass Effect is a big one only because things changed permanently, like at the end of that game, you know, like things were changed. They were different. They were going to be different. It it wasn't going back to the way things were. Um, Everything was affected by the events of that game. So that's another one that I like to, you know, go back and start over and, and, and see from the beginning and see how things were before before the events of the end of the game. Yeah, and Bioware has not been the same since Mass Effect 3 and Dragon Age Inquisition. No, Dragon Age Inquisition was, at least for me, their last good game. Yeah. I liked Andromeda. I'm not going to I'm not gonna crap on Andromeda. It was fine. Uh, it was no original Mass Effect, but it was fine. A little too much that's busy work game. in that one. What's that? that? I remember that's the next game I'm going to play in my backlog, so... Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have it on Xbox or PC? Three or Xbox One. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I li- I liked it. It wasn't great, but it, I liked it. I got it for like twelve bucks. Oh, you can't beat that. Yeah, a couple a couple months back. Okay. All right. Anything else? No, that that's it for the games that I could come up with. Okay. Um. So that was that was from Tate. So thank you, Tate. Uh, oh wait, request. What was his request? Oh, we can definitely do uh, an updated top ten favorite characters. I know we kind of did that as a as a uh, series a little bit where we talk about best characters, but we we should do a list of our top ten favorite characters or five. I don't remember what it was either. It was it was five because I remember hating my list after. Okay, it's after one of those things recording. too that that probably changes based on how you're feeling at that very moment. Yeah. As soon as we finished that episode that night, I remembered like 19 different characters that I was like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost hard to narrow it down to five. Yeah, that's why so, ten would probably be better. Yeah, maybe we would do ten. Okay. Um, so Idaho Jake says Toki Tor 2 plus is uh, what I will take. I've been feeling too tired to play a game. So I bought uh, an older Bowflex. I've been taking testosterone pills and creatine along with vitamins. And I've noticed <laughs> tons more energy. So I plan on getting back to my gaming. Oh, Jake in the name of the game. I love it. 
That might be the best feedback we've ever gotten on the podcast. That's that great. Funny. Testosterone and creatine and exercising so you have more energy to play games. I love it. That's fantastic. Good work, Jake. That's not a bad idea, though. Uh, no, not at all. Um, nice. I, I, I have nothing to add to that. That's perfect. Make sure you take your creatine safely. Yeah, don't overdo it on the creatine. Yeah, don't OD on creatine. What's that? What's how well happens then? Nothing. I don't think you can OD on creatine. Okay. Just you cells are just gonna explode. Beefcake, like like Cartman. Yeah. Yeah, you just retain a lot of water. Oh God. Ugh. Yeah. That sounds painful. Okay. That's about it. All right, let's do our game giveaway. Uh, so Jake wants Toki Tori 2. I will send that out. I've got to update again everyone's everyone's games and try to try to get stuff sent out in a timely fashion. Although you know All how right, it goes here. So one one through three, yeah. Yep. Random number generator. Jake says one's one scoop uh, after workout. Yep. Jake's got it down. And the winner is number two. Number two. That that's would be Tate. That's Tate. Yep. Tate, congrats. Let's call up the list here. Uh, Reefer asks new top ten games next week. Yes, that is the episode. That'll be yep. episode four hundred. Uh, all of us are going to be on. I think it's going to be Wednesday too. I have to confirm with Corey, but uh, I know Will preferred Wednesday. Eric said Wednesday was good for him, so I just have to have to confirm with Corey, and I'll let everyone know as soon as possible. Yep. Tune in Wednesday for it. Uh, I can tell people now that my list is changing quite a bit. Yeah, but I don't know if mine's changing quite a bit, but it, it's going to change. There there will have, be some changes. I think I'm going to have four new games in mind. Oh, nice. Yeah. Three or four. All right. One through 150. Uh, yes. Okay, go ahead. Number one's 117. 117. Bit Trip Runner. Ooh. 75. 75. Is Devil Daggers. Okay. 142. 142 is Broken Sword Director's Cut. Lucky number 100. Lucky number 100. Bold. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah, um, sure. And 119. 119. Is Sequence. I don't really Sick. know much about any of those games. I think uh, Bit Trip Runner is probably the best one out of all of them. Yeah, that's a. That's what I've heard of at least. <laughs> then that's yep. exactly why I said yeah that. the others not so much so uh, so yeah your choices are to reiterate it was bit trip runner uh 75 was where is it double daggers 142 broken sword director's cut uh bold and sequence so let us know what you want tate I'll send Sorry. that to you. Uh, Jake, I will send out Toki Tori tonight while I'm waiting for the episode to compress. So, 
Uh, maybe I'll actually email everybody tonight and, and get the get the games out so they can be Do taken it. off the list too. We've got to start filling in those blanks. I want to subscribe to the Humble uh, monthly mm-hmm. to bolster it and get some newer games in there. Yeah. So, yes, next week is our top 10 games list revisited, revisited, revisited. I'll probably just call it top 10 games like 4.0, depending on how many times yeah. we've done it. Because uh, I don't want to f- put like five revisiteds in there, or however many it is. Um, you you actually messed it up at the start of the other episode. 300. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Yeah, you said like, I think you said five revisiteds. Revisited, 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 revisited. Yeah, Eric corrected you. However it works. Um, but yeah, that's next week's episode. Like I said, the live stream will probably be Wednesday. Uh, so the episode will go up like Wednesday night, early Thursday. Um, just have to double double check with Corey and confirm with him that Wednesday works. Um, but yeah, that's going to be next week's episode. So it's nice to have that planned out. We don't have to worry about it. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts? No, I got nothing. Okay. That'll do it for episode 399 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.